Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome D. Ted Smith and Steve Mix. You are now entering the Megacast. Oh yeah, Ted Dare guitar. <laughs> I'm doing that. You gotta get me in the studio, Steve. Yeah. Lay down those sweet vocals. Yeah. Gosh. Can you be an all growl band, but you never say a lyric? Oh yeah. Just. I mean, you could like. You know, it'll be funny if you just make growling sounds, and then the lyrics are the most eloquent, poetic lyrics ever, and people will be like, "How is this that?" It's a good. Co- when I do interviews, mm-hmm. this song is not just about love. It's about the sadness and the fact that we only love in the English language. And then you're like, kick it. I just wrote that one. What exactly did you mean when you said? Uh, You know, that was about my relationship with my own personal God. Oh, okay. And then during the bridge when you went. What exactly were you talking about right there? That's about the angst of missing my original puppy. Ah. (laughs) Are you missing your dog? I know you had a dog for a minute. Oh, Stella. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you who's missing her is the Graham. Is anybody else using that term, the Graham, or is that just me? You know, I'm sure I'm so out of the loop with those things. I'm still trying to figure out if it's Yanny or... No. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I knew it. I knew you had to be a little bit tired. Ted, it's been a rough morning. <laughs> I, you know what, to be honest, dude, almost at a personal protest, I didn't even listen to that damn thing yet. Oh my gosh. Everybody's giving me a hard time because I don't hear it the way that they hear it. D- oh, now I feel bad like I should have listened to it. But no. I got it if you want to hear it. What, what if we, will we hear the same thing? Well, okay, here. I want to know what you hear. Do you hear, do you hear, uh, was it Yanni or do you hear Laurel? Are you ready? Yes. Laurel. Um, Laurel. Sorry, I can only hear Laurel. God damn it. <laughs> See? Everybody hears Laurel. I don't hear Laurel one freaking bit. Even right then? No. You still heard Yanny? Laurel. Yanny. Laurel. Yanny. Laurel. That is so insane. I don't hear an L. I don't hear an R. And I don't hear an L. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do, man, but apparently I have weird ears. And You're I, the only one on your show? Nobody else on the show. I'm the only one. One of eight. All right. And everyone else, and I try and say, this is how I hear it. They're like, we hear you saying Yanny over the drop, but the drop is not saying Yanny. Well, I don't doubt that you hear it, because, I mean, it's supposed to be one or the other. Right, but everyone else seems to be Laurel. The thing that was crazy, some people were like, I was watching Como 4 News and I heard it and I thought for sure it was Yanny. And then I listened to your show and I just, I'm like, no, it's Laurel. <gasps> well, because the same thing with that stupid dress. Yep. Like the first time I saw it, it was something in gold. Yeah. But then like the next time I saw it, it seemed like it was blue. Well, that's the thing. That's the part that I don't get. Like, cause I, um, I just got distracted. Sorry. Like, I see. I, I, oh, no worries. Hey, a bunch of tickets are available at the front desk for this thing that's going on tonight. And I requested a pair of tickets forever ago and never got them. Oh, you got to be kidding me. Oh, that pisses me. Let me see. What's it for? For David Blaine. Not that oh. I can go tonight. I'm tired. Did you get tickets? No, Joe got me a ticket. <laughs> yeah, I want to go. I almost said to you before the podcast, like, yo, I'm going to Magic tonight. I love David Blaine. And a long time ago, they were like, hey, blah, 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 would you be okay with giving them away on B Migs? I'm like, yes, and I would love a pair of tickets. And they're like, no problem. I've got no tickets. Damn. I'm sure I could get them now, because everyone can get them. See, and it's funny. I was like, Joe. <laughs> See, the problem is I don't hear Laurel, so I don't get tickets. Yeah, apparently not. I guess yeah. Joe Joe must be a Laurel guy, too. No, Joe was like, hey, are we still going to David Blaine? And I got up this morning. I was like, oh, yep, yep, we're going. Dude, that's going to be awesome. I love David Blaine. You know what? I've never seen a musician. Damn. Magician. Magician. Yeah. Live. No. Me neither, I don't think. So I'm interested. Except for my wedding. Oh, yeah. Good call. But that wasn't a big stage production. Well, right. I've seen, but you know what? I got, I got, I'm going to have to backtrack here. All right. All right. When I was like, I guess 12 or 13, a kid in my class. Had a, <laughs> oh, come on. Had a magician. My, it was at a theater, Steve. They cut his sister in half. <laughs> what? Yes. How old was he? The magician? Yeah. Oh, he was, he was a legit magician. 
Okay. Because this was like this, like the grade school I went to. Oh, I thought a grade school student cut his sister in half. No, 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 no. Sorry. Oh my God. He had a birthday. His family. I don't have very good hearing. I hear Yanni. I don't hear full things. I'm sorry, man. You know, ironically, it was near the town of Laurel, Maryland. Oh, of course. Uh, his family was a little more affluent, if you will. So they had like, it was like the nicest little kid birthday party I ever went to. But they had it at this theater. Oh. And there was a real magician. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to go see David playing. Dude, go get a pair of tickets. Go with Joe and I. I would, but I haven't seen my wife in like 18 years. So yeah. I kind of want to spend time with her tonight. And I already told her I'm not going to go to wrestling practice. Tonight's just her and I because I've been in the studio with the band and everything's going great with that. But I was like, tonight is our night to hang out. So even though I'm I'm, I'm that guy that's bitching about being not being invited to a party, even though I can't go to the party. I think the opposite, Steve. You should totally forget that. Forget what? Forget your wife. Okay. Forget going home. Yeah. Get some of those free tickets and then wake up on my crappy, uncomfortable couch with your back hurt and a little hungover for work tomorrow. All right. Let's do it. (laughs) While just saying this over and over. Laurel. Laurel. I don't hear Laurel. Even with like the dress, eventually my eyes changed and I saw both versions. You know what I mean? Yeah. This one, I don't hear that version. Then I go on on, on the internet and on TMZ because this is, you know, a top story. In the world, and it says, Yanni or Laurel, internet mystery solved. The debate is done. Spoiler alert for those that want to end all arguments. It's so funny how serious everybody's taking this freaking crap. Uh, according to the guy who originally posted the audio, some guy from Reddit named Roland Camry, not Ro- Lauren Camry, uh, he, re- he recorded a robotic pronunciation of the word Laurel from vocabulary.com. He recorded it off his speakers, which caused the distortion. And then him and his friends were just screwing around, and one friend heard Yanny, and that's why they posted the clip online to spark a conversation. So, you're right, I'm wrong. Oh. Laurel. I still think... That and the dress, I still think, are some uh, control thing. In what way? You think they're trying to manipulate our minds, the robots? Yes. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not opposed to that theory. Dude, I mean, have you seen the robot in, like, Japan or China? I'll just say in Asia that shoots basketballs now? No. I mean, he can't, like, hoop. Right. Because he can't, like, move around. But, like... Nelly, I'm like, I did a Papa shot when I was on Molly? Basically, yes. Whoa. Yeah. It looks like a robot Steve. On Molly. (laughs) Dude, the robot stuff freaks me out. We never had a chance to talk to Matt Cross about that. But Matt, uh, a wrestler, he has a buddy that's big in the tech world. All right. Who left his job and went off the grid. And he's like, why'd you do this? He goes, I saw the future. And I'm terrified. Yeah. And I was like, thanks, Matt. Appreciate that. Like the Boston Dynamics one? That dogs that like those robots that are opening doors and oh, running. Yeah. yeah, like it's scary as hell. Like I know those are like cartoon replications of what eventually they can do, but eventually they can do that. Yeah. We're screwed, man. And everyone's laughing like, this is awesome. We got robots, artificial intelligence. We can talk to the robots. They'll soon be able to... They'll be able to do a high school essay, and, and, and you wouldn't be able to tell that it was a robot that wrote it. And I'm just like, you got to be freaking kidding me. We're just handing over our lives to these freaking things. Not only that, but what about the jobs? I don't think people understand. Yeah. Once the robots can drive and truckers don't have jobs, yep. and there's a lot of jobs that are going to be gone. But the problem is, it's not a big deal, because at that point, they're going to kill us all off this planet, and we don't have to worry about jobs. I worry they're going to enslave us. You think? Yes. I don't think they'll be as kind as to just kill us all. Man, we're so screwed. So where do we go? Underground. I mean, I've seen the Matrix, dude. Don't we have to live underground? We moved to Darrington. Oh, well, <laughs> it's only a matter of time. <laughs> I bring that up because in our next break, we're going to be talking with uh, Tommy Cappell from uh, Beats Antique to get everybody ready for a summer meltdown. We know we have a lot of people who listen that are going to summer meltdown, including Ted, of course. Yeah. And this will be my second one coming up, and it's August 2nd through the 5th in Darrington, summermeltdownfest.com. Is that right? What? 2nd through the 5th? Oh, yeah. It's first week of August this oh, okay. year. Sorry. Okay. I'm trying to count how many I've been to. I feel like this is like number six for you, right? No, I think it's seven or eight. Well, it might be eight. It'll be fun to talk to him because I watched an interview with Tommy and and somebody, he brought up um, uh, Burning Man. So the interviewer goes, oh, so are you a burner? He's like, no. I mean, I've been there 17 times. I only missed it once, but I don't really view myself as a burner. And I thought that was the funniest thing. 
Yeah, this will be my eighth year in a row. Eighth year in a row. Yeah, and I've seen them twice. I saw them years ago. They were just playing the beer garden on like a Friday night. Jeez, man. Now they're like one of the main headliners. Yeah, exactly. And then I saw them on the main stage two years ago on Thursday. It was awesome. Well, this will be a fun interview because uh, he's gone to Burning Man. Obviously, he's gone a couple more times than you. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, So, but he's also uh, originally from D.C., Oh, I, I did not know that. I did my research, Ted, and I'm nice. here to help you get ready for this interview. All right, I have some questions prepared. And he's a fan of uh, the, the music, the go-go music that you're a fan of. Oh, yeah. So the, there you go. The interview's Dude, all yours now. How about to bring that all together? So my buddies, Jesse and Jamie, you are our buddies. Yes. So we they hang out with a bunch of burners. They've been a Burning Man a bunch of times. So I went to this one guy's house, Mo, uh, like a month or two ago. Must have been two months ago. We had like a bonfire, and I got kind of drunk and started talking about go-go music and doing the butt, right? <laughs> So then I didn't get go this Saturday as I was at another event, but they were like, oh man, Mo, this is how nice some of those people in the community are. They're like, Mo made a whole playlist off of doing the butt. And they were, because no. they thought you were coming back over. Oh, you let them down. <laughs> well, I don't know if I let them down, Steve. You sorely let them down. <laughs> is that a doing the butt joke, sorely? <laughs> <laughs> so before we get to that, obviously we're going to be very excited to talk a lot, a lot about Meltdown and and the, the atmosphere there. I'm really excited to go for my second time. But of course, we got to get our push-ups in, man. we got to get them in. It's going to be tough because it's warm as F in this studio. Apparently, the yeah. air conditioning's broken. So if we feel like we're moving a little bit slower, we probably are. Yeah, or if yeah. we start fighting by the end. Yes. If we take our shirts off and sweat. Yeah. <laughs> so, People will be getting, I don't know, maybe too much for this office. Well, then I feel like this is the perfect push-up music for us to get our heart racing, the blood pumping, and the brain functioning. I just saw on the main homepage of our production library, it just said party time. All right, I'm in. And I was like, you know what? I don't even know what it sounds like, but I'm loading it. Oh, boy. I should have previewed it. Oh, I'm so sorry. This is not 1983. You are not watching Ghostbusters. I don't know, man. It feels a little jam bandy. Are you ready to party tonight? Tonight. I hear you got David Blaine tickets. Magic. I didn't get them. Steve's fist. I can't even go anyway. It's hot in here. But it's a party time. Cocaine. Let's get 10 mega family. Get 10. <laughs> get on the floor. Still going. Push up. <laughs> Tech Talks. Starring the Tech Smith. Uh, today, let's keep some perspective. <clears throat> Want to hit it again, Steve? Uh, yeah, uh, it's a little rough. Uh, it's warm in here. It is so Tech warm. Tech Talks. Starring the Tech Smith. I'm feeling the ball sweat, Ted. I know, man. I know. I'm getting the back of the knee sweat. <laughs> Uh, let's keep a little perspective here today. That would be my word. Uh, unfortunately, I had to go to kind of a, well, a very sad event on Saturday during the day. Uh, a co-worker of ours uh, lost somebody very close to them. Mm-hmm. So you go to the memorial service and, you know, that's one extreme example of keeping perspective and with, you know, things that are getting you down. But sometimes, too, like, you just don't know what somebody else is going through. Yeah. You know, so keep a little perspective on your own life and. You know, sometimes the problems too, like, it's so easy to do. I fall into the trap of bitching, bitching, and bitching. But sometimes just keep perspective, see what you can do outside of the problem or inside of the problem that you can control and work on. Mm-hmm. But also, you know, like, who knows? You don't know what that person... So maybe maybe it's even somebody's being an a-hole to you. Yeah. Just kind of see if you can let it go. Because who knows what that person's dealing with. I try and tell myself that a lot, even in like the world of the service in- industry. If like a, a waiter or a waitress is giving me terrible service, if somebody at a, let's just say Target, a cashier is just kind of being abrupt. I don't know what it yeah. is. I, in the past, have been like, F this. You should be in a good mood all the time. Like customer service, man. Flip you off. And then I started thinking about it. I'm like, what if something awful just happened? And what if they got dumped right before they... We're going to work. Right for their shift. Right. Or even worse, a death in the family or a death yeah. of a loved one or a death of an animal. I mean, that's a loved one, of course. But you yeah. know what I mean? Like, 
if maybe they are saying Yanni and everyone else is saying Laurel. You don't know what's going on, the internal struggle. There's no AC. <laughs> it's freaking hot in here, Ted. I feel bad we're going to have to do this interview and we're going to be like, hey, Tommy. Tommy, we're real excited to see you, but I feel like I'm going to pass out. Yeah. Man, we got a couple minutes. You know, we probably should just take a break. And then if we have time afterwards, I meant to do this last time. You know, before I forget, quick congratulations and a shout out to our friend, Juliet Fette. Oh, yeah. She had the baby. She popped out the baby on Mother's Day. Oh, she had it on Mother's Day. I think. Or maybe the day before. All right, yeah. It looked yep. pretty new. The fetus has been born. Yeah. It's been hatched. That's good. Everybody's healthy. Good to go. Yeah, it looked cute. Nice. I mean, the baby looked fine, too. <laughs> hey! hey you know what? It is warm in here. Oh. <laughs> Try the veal. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk all about Summer Meltdown with uh, Sidecar Tommy at BTNT. Tommy Kappel is going to be joining us on the Megacast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. This music sounds like Steve is farting into the microphone. Gross. The Megacast will be back. Most people say they just don't have enough time to get things accomplished. Well, now there's an app that can actually help you find a lot of free time. And it's free. It's called the Mind Your Own Business app. The next time there's a situation and you foolishly want to get involved, go to the app, answer the quick, simple questions. Is anyone directing this towards me? Do I have anything to do with this situation? Is this in any way any of my business? And if you answered no to all, then go on with your day. And mind your own business. The Mind Your Own Business app also tells you about community fundraisers so you can volunteer your time in something useful instead of something that doesn't pertain to you. Now you'll have a lot of time when you mind your own business. Oh, I like this beat. Where are my glow sticks? Where are my arms? Oh, man. I'm just a robotic voice without a body. This sucks. The Megacast is back. I wouldn't worry about it, Grace. Eventually, you'll be with a body, and we'll be doing the podcast for you. Yeah, no kidding, right? Yeah, we'll be doing the voices for her. We'll do the intro. Yeah. Oh, now here's the greatest ever, Grace. Grace is awesome. Otherwise, she's going to rip our head off with our strong arms mm-hmm. that are made out of titanium. Mm-hmm. Let's stop talking about robots and let's talk about Summer Meltdown where there are yes. no robots. There are Maybe <laughs> people dressed as robots. Yeah, that's a good call. I've seen some robot people. So um, we're going to call Tommy Kappel and let me pull this up. I don't know why I'm humming along with it. All right. <laughs> I'm looking at the area code. Like, she still got, still got an old school one? I think he's in Oakland now. Yeah. Hello. Hey, is this Tommy? Yes. Tommy, it's uh, Steve and Ted from KSW in Seattle. Hey, how's it going? We're doing great. How you doing, man? Doing well, doing well. We're excited to get to chat with you. Uh, I was just talking with Ted. I've never seen Beats Antique Live, and this is going to be my first time at Summer Meltdown in, in August. Uh, but Ted has seen you a couple of times already. Yeah, Tommy, I saw you guys a few years ago, like in the beer garden on like a Friday night, and then I saw you two years ago on Thursday night kicking it off. Yeah. We played there a few times. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great festival. I love it. Yeah, man, it's a great one. And Thursday used to be kind of the quiet night. So that year, you guys were there on Thursday. We were all like, "Oh man, it's going to be a hell of a yeah. year." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was fun. <laughs> it what? always gets a little extra wily there. I love it. Yeah, what's the experience like for you guys? I mean, being an artist is different than for us, like being campers. You know, we're going around absorbing everything. Do you guys have a chance to enjoy the festival life while doing festival shows? Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's obviously not that way for every festival, but um, depending, it really depends on, like, the size of the festival. If it's a big, if it's a big, crazy commercial festival, it's really fun to be in the background of all that stuff, you know, and there's a lot of stuff going on back there, whereas, you know, at a smaller festival, it's a smaller backstage area, you know, there's, there, it's not as, like, isolated from, you know, 
people and stuff like that. And so it's a lot more fun at the smaller ones to go wander around. Plus, it's just, I don't know, it's more intimate setting. So it just calls for that. You know, when you're when you're at like a, a, a bigger unnamed festival, maybe it's not as fun to walk around and meet people. <laughs> <laughs> I get to what you're saying. All right, I got to ask, you guys have played it a couple times. Have you made it down to the river on like on the day that you're not playing? Have you, have you had that oh, much yeah. time? All right. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. We 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 love to find any of the nature spots around anything that we go to, whether it's the side of the road or you know at a festival. Yeah, because you're more than welcome to hang out with us and ride on our golden swan inflatable floaty if you ever want to. You have a golden swan inflatable floaty. <laughs> what if somebody in our camp does? Yeah. Yes. Nice. <laughs> I think that it will pick you up on that for sure. Yeah, We've like... been known at, at some of our family our art like our community festivals that are have water involved we've bought many different um uh play toys floaty floaty play toys um that we've had to actually we found like buried deep in our studio uh you know at different times when we go to the next festival we're like oh maybe we don't need this huge raft Right. We don't need this giant poop emoji floaty this time, I guess. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that would be great. I would I want one of those. I'm on the lookout for one today, actually, because I'm going to a lake this weekend, and my wife's like, oh, grab a couple floaties. Give me a pretty one. I'm like, I'll get you a pretty one, but I'm going to find yeah. the poop emoji. Yeah. Well, you know what they do have? I've, I've seen them at the airport. They have, um, you know, those Bluetooth speakers? You can get a, a poop emoji Bluetooth speaker. So if you can't find a raft, just have one of those. <laughs> that's a good. That's and a good option. Always around. You can be like for real. Like this song is the S. <laughs> <laughs> or intentionally play bad music. This is the crappiest music. Oh, gosh, the puns are endless. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could go for days on that. <laughs> so, I think I've been going for years on it. That since that that little thing came out. He's oh, so God, happy. Yeah. Right. He's so, well, I was going to say, the other thing about the floaties, like, every year, and, you know, I'm a chubby guy, but I'm always like, look, there's a donut. Look, there's a hot dog. There's a pizza. Like, yeah, there's exactly. pizza. There's every kind of food now. There's floaties. a pretzel one. <laughs> I'm really good. I'm the kind of beach person that, like, sits on the on the water and or sits on the beach and, like, watches everyone else mm-hmm. get all weird. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit more of a, um, uh, a gazer. Oh, you'd fit in great with our party then at the on the river. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah we're Right? There's only about yeah. three of us that swim. Everybody else is just sitting on the side laughing. I'll look for the golden swan. Right? I have a feeling there might be more than one, but I could be wrong. <laughs> hey, uh, you know, don't discount yourself. I think that's pretty creative. Yeah, the golden swan, and then it's like Mike and Ike's. Just be like, I'm looking for Steve and Ted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should get costumes that are Mike and Ike's, but it's our faces on them. That way, Tommy can find yeah. us easily. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, uh, Tommy, so I grew up in PG County, and you're from D.C., correct? Yeah, yeah, uh, Northern Virginia. All right. Yeah, my brother still lives over in Herndon. So, Steve, uh, we were talking earlier, and he goes, Tommy's actually a fan of that music you're always talking about. I was like, oh, go-go music. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Do you, do you, I, do you take some of that influence into your stuff now? Oh, definitely. I mean, the, the thing that I loved about go-go music so much when I was growing up was it was, it was like DC's music for the people. You know, and I think that that's uh, that's sort of what I've always I mean, it influenced me in a way of finding like like the wherever I was living, whether I was going to school in Boston or living in New York or in Colorado. It, it was like finding what is the people's music wherever I am. That's like what I want to know about, you know. So in a lot of senses, I feel like some of Beats Antique influence is that it's like, what are the. What's the music for the people in all contexts? You know, just not necessarily like what's popular, but like what culturally, like where where do people find themselves gathering together and what are they listening to and what are they dancing to and what are their like, you know, family songs and stuff, you know? Because, I, I, you know, growing up in that area too, you know, I, I also ventured down south into the mountains and into the Appalachia region and finding that music and all that stuff, you know, it's like, to me, it's 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 never ending, and go go is just one of those things that it it sort of reminds me of, you know, uh, New Orleans music, second line music, mm-hmm. because of the all the people on stage. If it's a stage, or if it's outside, it's just a group of people jamming, you know. Um, so 
but it's there's there's like not only a specific rhythm rhythmic structure around it but there's like the way that you do it the way that it sounds the sounds that are used in it it, it just it's it's one of those local musics that of course i was influenced by and i'll always be plus it had like you know at any given time like 10 drummers at once so i was yeah. in, i was in happy land well, I'm also a, a fellow drummer. I, I play just straightforward, basic rock band, and sometimes I get easily distracted by something that's going on in the crowd. Now, you have so much stuff going on stage, in addition to yeah. you playing and just the the visuals and, and extra percussion, and then also playing the festival shows. There tends to be a lot of interesting stuff that's going on in the crowd. Have you ever been so distracted that you've lost place in what you were doing in a song? Well, yes. <laughs> what was going on? <laughs> There's so much out there. I mean, whether it's, you know, I mean, my favorite thing to do, honestly, is to see all those crazy, like, totem poles that people have. Oh, yeah. You know, like, they just, it's so hilarious and so creative what their people are doing. And to figure out that it's, like, a cross between just their, an expression of themselves, but really it's so their other friends can find them. It's like it's it's a really it's 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 awesome. I love seeing that, and that distract that is so distracting. And when it's you know depending on like what night you're at a festival, um, you know it's like well what's what's the state of the audience? You know, right. I mean when you're playing when you're playing like the last night at a at a more like grassroots kind of festival, the people are very interesting. Very, very interesting. <laughs> so that's very distracting as well. That's and a great way to put it. Yeah, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to um, implicate anyone, but it's very interesting to see. Um, and as a as a gazer, I, I like to look over the audience and see what I'm dealing with. And, um, you know, so for instance, like we played a really fun show at um, in Florida um, at Halloween. And it was like, our set was just hilarious. I mean, it was craziness out there. And the people had been there all weekend. And it was like, it was just, it, it, there's nothing that you can say to describe it. You just have to see it and be there. So, yes, I get very distracted by the audience. Hopefully that doesn't lead to too many mistakes. But if it does, it's well worth it. That's good to hear because I have... Uh... I have definitely been to one of your shows and just been like, man, this is really intense right now. <laughs> and I had, I had well, trouble concentrating just watching you guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it, oh, yeah. it can be very intense. Like In the belly, I was like, that dancer is so attractive. There's that. There's, there's like, what is this, like, huge inflatable thing that just went up? And what is it supposed to be? And how do they make it? And who, what? What are they doing? Why are they? Why do they even have it? <laughs> yeah. So fun! It just makes me think of last year. I went to Meltdown for the first time with Ted, and we having a great afternoon. And we're in the beer garden, and the Whalers are playing. Yeah, Bob and, Marley's band, right? And yeah. we, we both look at each other like this music is way too intense right now for you and I. And I'm like, of all bands to consider intense, the Whalers would not be one of them. Yeah, chill yeah. out with those cool vibes, dude. <laughs> I know, I know. Relax, guys. Come on. This is too aggressive. They're supposed to bring it, you know? Like, they bring that, that the, they bring the awesome vibes. These awesome vibes are too aggressive for me right now. <laughs> <laughs> go get in your uh, inflatable swan and right? go float on the river. Trust me, the inflatable swan had, had a lot to do with why we thought it was intense. <laughs> <laughs> so with with the, uh, with the music, do you have a lot of say in with the visuals as well? Because that's what I love about the videos I've watched, and that's why I can't wait to see you at Summer Meltdown. It's just the the visuals with the music just add so much. I'm such a fan of like great lighting, great visuals, great stage setup, and and, and that's that's what Beats Antique is to me, at least from what I've seen. Uh, it, how much? Yeah, you- I mean every every show every show is a little bit different as far as like what we can bring to it. You know, depending on how we're getting there what shows are going on on the same tour and all the production stuff. But, but generally what you can always uh, rely on with us is, is just a solid um, performance art element mm-hmm. along with the music, um, whether that's via video or, you know, dynamic lighting or actual humans performing uh, dance pieces and stuff and choreography and things, you know, and the costumes and stuff that go along with that. 
you know, there's always just something else. And I, and I think um, that's sort of been our, our MO, you know, we, we, we sort of uh, bend the, bend the lines of perception sometimes, you know, and I think that's what makes our shows really fun and interesting and, and open to a lot of people. You know, I think, I think a lot of people come through our shows via someone else, you know, their friend is a fan or, or they're waiting for the next band to go on and they just see us and they're like, Whoa, what is this? You know, and sometimes, yeah, yeah it's yeah. too intense for them, yeah. but, <laughs> but it does stick. It does stick to people. And it's kind of a, it's kind of a thing and it's fun. It's like, it's, it's fun to be a part of it. It's fun to participate. In it. And yeah, we all, we all three of us, me, David and Zoe all have, you know, somewhat of a say in a lot of the things. I mean, we, it's, everything is us. Obviously Zoe takes care of like the choreography and, and, you know, things like that of the performance nature. And then we, we take care of the music side, but at the same time, it's a fully collaborative effort and we just kind of go for it the best we can for each thing, you know? Um, but yeah, the, the, the visual element is definitely a part of it. Nice. Well, the other thing too is like I use you guys almost as like my baseline for like people that say they go to festivals or whatever, and they're like, "Well, what kind of music is it? Like, do you know Beats Antique?" And like going back to what you're saying about GoGo and the music of the people, I feel like if I meet another person that knows your band and has seen your band, like we're gonna get along. Oh, do we lose him? No, Ted. Oh. Why'd you piss him off, man? Oh, sorry. Everything was going good. It was. I, I mean, tried to get a serious question. I got the hands going. Right, let's call him back. Did the AC come on? I don't. I don't feel it. All right, dang, that sucks. It was going good. This guy's awesome. Yeah, I like how we're like talking. He's cool. Yeah, I forgot. Like, oh, we're still doing the mic. We're still doing the show. Hey there. Hey, sorry. <laughs> Somehow we lost you. Yeah, I lost you. I felt like I felt like we were just in the middle of a sentence, and it was like ah. I thought yeah. I thought Ted pitched you off, and I was yeah. like, "Way to go, Ted!" Asking hardening questions. Now we're never going to get to talk to Tommy again. Yeah, so such hard questions, like yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> so go ahead. <laughs> oh, I was just saying, uh, like, like I use you guys as like my baseline. Do you, do you know Beats Antique? Have you seen them? And then if I see those people, we become friends. So I feel like, like you were saying for GoGo, like you guys definitely have music that's for the people. And if I meet another fellow fan, like it's like an instant bond. Yeah, I think there's, I think that, you know, I mean, it's funny because the dawn of technology and all this, these, these changes that have gone on and stuff, it still just harkens back to community and what you're, what you're up to, what you like, you know? I mean, I, I find, um, I find a lot of acts that, you know, their fan bases are really connected and, um, and I think that's really cool. And I think that it's, it's even more possible now with, with all the technology that we have that it's, it's just fun to mess with it. And it's fun to um, see what we can come up with to engage people even more, you know, and get, yeah. to get, I, I really like the idea of a band getting their fans to enjoy each other, you know? Yeah. Um, so we try to do some of that stuff too. And I, I think it's just a great opportunity to, um, to connect and, and, and make new friends and be weird and yeah, all that stuff. <laughs> I thought it was cool. I watched an interview with you where you mentioned that you went to college, I think Berkeley with guys in, in yeah. the band Lettuce and they're also going to be playing yeah. over at Summer Meltdown. So that's kind of nice. cool that you're going to have some of your old college buddies playing music at a festival with you as well. Oh, totally. And it's, and it's really cool to see how those guys are still together, first of all, and that, you know, we, we get to see each other all the time. I mean, we were just at a festival together in, uh, in, um, in Tampa Bay, you know, and like, it was a, it was so cool. It's like, it's funny because I didn't see them for like 10 years. And then all of a sudden, um, Adam, I started playing with pretty lights and, uh, on drums. And so me and him, you know, we were, he was always taking all my, all the things that I wanted because he was, you know, better and more, you know, more popular or whatever. And so I had to always <laughs> deal with him as the guy who was like, Oh, he's better than me. <laughs> but he started, he started playing for pretty lights. And one night, um, actually in, in, uh, Richmond, Virginia, there were the promoters, the local promoters, there's two different promoters that sometimes what they would do is if, is if bass nectar had a show, they would book pretty lights at the other venue, um, and compete. And so, you know, which wow. is, is totally weird and not yeah. cool. 
But so what, what Derek and Lauren did was they decided they would, um, they would do guest appearances at each other's shows. You oh, know, nice. Because, yeah. Because they knew they had the same fan bases and stuff. And like that, it was kind of like one of those, a way to like kind of get back at the promoters of being like, why are you separating these people? You know? And so, we were opening up for Bass Nectar in Richmond. Me and David were, and we were um, we were doing one of our DJ sets. And so Derek from Pretty Lights came over to uh, play after us, and before before Lauren came back, and uh, Adam Deitch was standing there, and I was like, "Wait a second! Oh my God! No! <laughs> like, what's up, man? It's been a long time." And we just kind of had this moment where, you know, we realized like, "Wow, this is." this is really funny. And then we just started seeing each other all the time. We even got to do, uh, we did a co-bill with lettuce at, um, at, uh, in, in LA one time and at Nokia theater. And like, you know, we had, we had Adam roll their drum set out, you know, at the end and we, we sat in for a few songs together nice. doing double drums. And that was super fun. Oh, so, I bet. Yeah. That was what will happen. <laughs> All right, first I was getting worried. I was like, do we, maybe we can't invite Adam to our Golden Swan because if there's some issues, you know, right. we'll keep him away well, from I mean, him. it's all good. Adam's I'm totally kidding. Welcome to the Swan. Um, you know, I, I don't hold any, uh, you know, I don't own anything. I, I am a free, free giving person. I have compassion. If he'd like to join into the Swan, I invite him. Um, not that it's even mine to invite someone to, but I would definitely appreciate all the help I can get from any of the other artists. Because I don't know if I can contain you guys. You guys seem pretty off the hook. So, Well, and the, the best part work. is, this is just Steve and I. We have a group of, like, our camp's like, what, 25, it's about 25 or 30 people. There's a bar. Now I'm scared. <laughs> There's a mayor. Don't worry, Tommy. You'll be fine. There's elections. You have a mayor of your group? Yes. Of our camp, yes. Oh, my gosh. Last year what on Saturday, we ran like a do? yeah, we ran a campaign rally for him last year. Why? <laughs> what did they do? We just, you know, remember like the old school, like 1920s kind of campaign rally? So like one couple always yeah. hosts a happy hour on Friday afternoon, right? <laughs> so our buddy... When Steve shows up, I'm like, we just got to keep our buddy Joe busy. And when we get back, it's red, white, and blue everywhere. We've got like posters up, like vote for Joe. And like people thought he was legit running for something. <laughs> nope, just our camp mayor. Right. Yep, yep, he's running unopposed, but we have a campaign going on. It's no big deal. And we have a golden swan. It's all good, though. I mean that that's I mean that that right there that just example shows you exactly what as as artists we like to do because it's 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 like okay you could go to a show and play a show you could go to a, a a festival and just go to the shows and watch your stuff and hang out with your friends and all that and have a blast or you can go create an alternative reality that, that like you guys have a bunch of fun with. Yeah. yeah. And like, you don't really care if anyone gets it. And honestly, most of the time it's like, nobody else is going to get it. And that's fine. You know what I mean? And oh, hundred percent. Kind of how our shows go. It's like, if you get it, cool. You should tell us so that we understand. It. <laughs> yeah. You do it. You do it because you can. It doesn't matter if, if, if you hope people co could come along for the ride, but if they don't, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, we, you know, freaks are celebrated everywhere, and if they're not, oh well. <laughs> then, Tommy, we might need to tell you about our latest idea of bringing an easy-bake oven to the river and, and selling cupcakes by selling, just giving them away for free. Right, selling them for, um, you know, you can do a barter system if you need anything. It's not a bad call. Don't yeah. forget that. Don't forget what do we that. need, though? Yeah, that's, that's, at that point on the modest. beach, we might just need hugs. Cupcake for a hug. <laughs> Yeah, hugs on the beach are a little weird, though, man. Just, yeah. I'm just putting it out there. That's a good call because everybody's half naked. Yeah, Towel yeah. It just gets if it's dudes, it's good. It gets a little weird, and you're like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying, maybe this time go with the cupcakes for love and see what happens with it. <laughs> if they want to hug you, sweet. If they just want to give it a little heart symbol with their hands together, that's even better. Then you can put the cupcake inside of there. And then you can be on your way. 
Cupcakes for love. I'm glad that we worked this think tank into this chat with you, Tommy. I appreciate that. Yeah, so when, I mean, how, what, am I going to be, am I on uh, the ballot this year or something? Oh, oh. you know we would We would crush Joe if all of a sudden we brought Tommy <laughs> in. I would, hate to, I would hate to have any effect on Joe's, um, you know, obvious control of the situation. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, and he has obvious control. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Tom, you got to understand, too, he had no idea we set up the whole thing. So then he was kind of right. tripping out by the end of the night because he's like, my face is everywhere. <laughs> right. So we're, we're on air talking about your camp. Yes. <laughs> I, was, I was like, for a minute, I was like, is this a pre-conversation? And then we're going to go live. <laughs> this is wonderful. That would be funny if we just did a 30-minute pre-chat, and they're like, okay, do an interview, and it's like two minutes long. Good luck to you at yeah, Summer like Meltdown. second-long interview. Yeah, the music's going to be great. Okay, yeah, welcome to the next song. <laughs> oh, One last thing, because we do have a lot of people who listen that have been telling us that they're planning on going to Meltdown for their first time. Uh, what advice do you have for, to someone that's going to a festival show, a, a festival experience where you're camping, music? the river, all that kind of stuff. What would be a good word of wisdom for somebody that's going to be doing it for their first time? Wow. <laughs> so long. Um, I would say definitely bring sunscreen. I know that sounds so bad, but I, I just, it's like, don't forget about the actual things like water yeah, and like, and like taking care of yourself and eating food and being nice and making sure that you don't care where you end up, when you end up there, you're just there. I mean, I think that the most important thing at a festival is to, is to let the festival guide you instead of you guiding the festival, because you can't. The festival's going to happen. It's going to do its thing. For me, I love just, like, not knowing who's playing and wandering around and meeting people and then have those people that I connect with tell me what they're going to see. If I don't know anyone or... You know, obviously, I'm going to go see my favorite bands, but right. there's so many other things going on that, you know, it's really, it's really not, it's not just about yourself. You know, you have to take yourself out of the equation and, and find out what the collective is doing and, you know, go seek other things. I think, I think festivals are a good place to experiment with other ways of being and like, you know, take yourself out of your daily life and, and give yourself some uh, different purposes, you know? It's funny you yeah. say that because there, there was a, a, a one of the venues at Summer Meltdown, one of the spots where you could check out some music is in the woods, and I just didn't know the band, but the, the acoustics, the view, the vibe, just everything about it, I was just like, I want to go back there, and every once in a while, I would just pop back in there just to see what kind of music was going on, and you're absolutely right, man. Like That was one of the biggest takeaways I had after my first Meltdown was just kind of throw away the playbook and just, and, and just kind of go with the flow and, and enjoy the experience. Exactly, exactly, and I think that that's that's the nat- that's for most people that's the natural tendency, but at the same time, if it's somebody's first festival, then maybe they're not most people. You know, maybe their right. maybe their time is a little different. And so it's it's always good as a first timer to, to to try to hook up with some old timers, you know, to see what to see what what's going on at that place. Because, you know, at every festival there's something that nobody knows about or whatever, or you only know about because you've been going to that festival for 10 years or something, you know? And so like Daft Punk at the uh, trash fence. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) We actually wanted to do a legit show at the trash fence just so that we could say, no, we're really doing it. We're really going to do it. You know, I mean, to me, that's like, that's like been, uh, we, I've been told that I'm playing at the trash fence. Like, that's hilarious. Nice. When someone doesn't know you and they come up to you at Burning Man and say, Beat Antiques at the trash fence tonight. And I'm like, cool. <laughs> amazing. Like, I'll, you know, <laughs> like, sure. <laughs> I'll see you there. Right. I don't know if I'm going to go. <laughs> the trash fence is huge, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I never made it out. <laughs> <laughs> it's I actually have gone out there and played, and there's no one there. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, I've walked around plenty in deep playa, but, like, I never made it all the way to the fence. It's not it's not as fun as it sounds. <laughs> Very lonely and, and can, you know, can lead to heartache. Uh, Tommy, I do have to tell you, just uh, our group, honestly, like, we've been going forever, 
And I started going to the meltdown and hooked up with a bunch of older dudes, our mayor that helped us out. But I would just be remiss if I didn't say everybody in our crew, we, they, they love you and they're, they're pumped to see you. Well, we're, we're excited to be there. Um, Summer Meltdown, I think uh, my, me and Zoe's uh, band before Beats Antique called the Yard Dogs Roadshow played years ago um, at it. It was, it was near the beginning of when they started it, I think. And um, it, it's always a really sweet place. You know, the place itself is really beautiful. It's in, it's like the perfect element of, you know, once you leave the cities and stuff, you get out into the, um, you know, Pacific Northwest. It's like, it's so beautiful and so perfect. And I, and I think that's probably my favorite thing about it also. Like I've, I've been on stage and played while it was like the full moon and stuff. And it's just so cool. It's like, with the outline of all the trees and stuff. I mean, yeah, it's beautiful. It's cool. But, and, and the, the interesting, it'll be a really interesting one. Whenever, I think whenever bass nectar is playing, it's like the crowd is really interesting too. So keep your eyes open for some crazy crowd people. That'll be fun. <laughs> Can't wait, man. Well, thanks again for taking some time out. It's been an absolute blast getting to chat with you. And we're looking forward to seeing you over at summer meltdown. Again, uh, people can go to summermeltdownfest.com to get more information and, uh, Check out Beats Antique. That's going to be a great time. Thank you, Tommy. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. Get right. out there with your golden swan. That's right. <laughs> Please do. Bring some love for those cupcakes. <laughs> yeah, I will. Okay. All right. See you, dude. See ya. Bye. Bye. That was awesome. That was great. I know. It's funny. Before the the, 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 the podcast, we're like, oh, you know, maybe 10, 15 minutes, and I'm sure that'll be more than enough, and we'll see how it goes, and then next thing you know, it's like... 30 minutes chatting with this guy. I could talk to him forever. I like that he legit was like, is this a real interview? Or are, we, are you guys just telling me about your camp? And I got, man. At what point are they going to start doing the interview? Right? Like asking real questions. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I got to say, like, I know a decent amount of the mega family has been to festivals or will come, especially specifically Meltdown. But yeah. like, if you haven't been to a festival, like being so geeked up about the little things you do at camp. It might not make as much sense, but like yeah. I think he got it and summed it up perfectly. Like, yeah, like you could just show up and go to the shows and eat some food and drink some beers, or you could just be part of the festival. Yeah. And just kind of like he said, like just don't have a plan and just go and go check out things and don't be caught up in it being about you. Have it be about the festival. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, yeah. that guy's a fun guy to talk to. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. That was freaking great. So again, people go to summermeltdownfest.com. You know, Ted's going to be there. I'm going to be there. Mm-hmm. Our new friend Tommy's going to be there playing with Beats Antique. Taryn will be there. Taryn's going to be there. Uh, and Matt. Matt. Right. MCTP. Yep. Uh, Cobb. Co- yep. Cobb will yep. be there. Right. All, the podcast will be there. Yep. And and all of the mega All of the mega cast. All of the mega cast. All two and, of us. And Steve Miggs from the Miggs cast. Yeah. I mean, you can't go wrong. It's going to be a great time. And the Golden Swan. We need the, the Golden, Golden Swan. We got to make sure the Golden Swan comes back. Yeah, I'll talk to Chris. Okay. I'm, I mean, the Golden Swan's now like the celebrity. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, are we committed to the cupcakes now? Uh, quite possibly. All right. Well, we can still flesh that one out. Yeah. I Golden feel like swan. that one's still okay, but he's expecting the Golden Swan. Right. He's going to be on the beach looking for a bunch of people. What if he swan. walks up to us while we're on the Golden Swan? He's like, are you guys, are you guys the guys we talked to? That would be awesome. That would be hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> And I do love the idea of having him run for mayor. Also, all right, so I got to tell another story. So two years ago, when okay. they were playing, yeah. and Thursday night was always just kind of like, they had some bands, but like no late night tent, this and that. So this was, two years ago, it was the first Thursday, like Beats Antiques playing the main stage. Okay. There's going to be a late night tent. It's for real, right? So it, a few of us get there and get fired up real early. I think this was also maybe the first year I brought my RV. Uh-huh. So anyhow, we kind of get going. So Taryn decides to wear a Santa Claus onesie, right? But within 10 minutes of being in the beer garden, right, she has it unzipped and just has on like a, a swimsuit top. Yep. And then, so from them on, we have called her Malibu Barbie or Malibu Santa. <laughs> and I kind of forgot about it. Today we were texting and she was like, Malibu Santa loves that band. And I was like, oh my God, I forgot she was there. Malibu ah. Santa. I yeah. love it. Right? Do we need to get onesies? No, it's too hot for it's me. It's too hot. Yeah. yeah. That's Even at night. She, yeah, I mean, some people wear them. Like Matt always wears his, and I think just sweats through it. Yeah, I was I was completely content in uh, a tank top and shorts. The yeah, entire, and then, the board shorts the entire time. Yeah, and then like I think Sunday morning this year was a little chilly, so I put on sweatpants. 
Yeah. But generally, I'm with you. Like, I like the idea of being that comfortable, but like, man, those onesies look It's look too warm. warm. Too yeah. warm. Not, not, not for us bigger guys. Not only that, sometimes uh, when I've tried on onesies, uh, I'm not the biggest man, but you can definitely tell where the, the berries are sitting. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll leave you with that visual. Ted's berries. You know what? A sweaty one. It's like the poor man's version of Sherry's berries. Sherry's berries. <laughs> that Bill Burr bit is awesome. <laughs> you figured out what you want to give your loved one for a birthday? Ted's warm berries. Right. Plucked straight from the source. Are we going to send this? Is he ever going to hear this? Who? Tommy. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we'll tweet it out. I mean, I don't have a way to give it to him. I, I, I could give him the actual interview part. Just give him the link to the interview. Sometimes I worry about like stuff that goes on before or after. Yeah, like someone who's coming to it that's like, I'm a big Beach Antique fan. And they yeah. do a podcast search and they find, oh, crap, Tommy's on this podcast. And we spend the entire time doing push-ups, talking about random S, talking about Yanny or Laurel. The one dude was really upset he could only hear Yanny. Yeah, and he cursed. <laughs> and then they went listening to some weird, like, Muzak 80s easy listening disco song. I'm pretty sure they made a song on the podcast. What's that? And then they made a song out of it. Yes, we did. Uh-oh. Oh, we ran out of time. Oh, it's back. It was just a weird hiccup. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. All right, let's get 10 mega right. family. So again, uh, Summer Meltdown's happening the first weekend of August in Darrington. We're going to be there. Go to SummerMeltdownFest.com. In addition to Beats Antique, Bass Nectar, Big Gigantic, Five Alarm Funk, Polecat. Five Alarm Funk is awesome. Polecat's, Polecat's great. awesome. Yep. Lettuce. That's pretty cool. I that they're all, Yeah. So there's a lot of great stuff. Electronic music, cool folky music, weird electro pop stuff going on like Beats Antique. It's going to be a blast. Yeah. Get your tickets again at SummerMeltdownFest.com. And if you want to follow them on social media, it's at Summer Meltdown, where music meets the mountain. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can find us on Twitter, at the Megacast. I guess that's it. Yeah, man. Oh, Ted, Ted, and his berries. Berries. Ted's berries. Berries.